podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Not Toba this week. No, I almost forgot to even say my name. <laughs> say my name, say my name. When no one is around you, say baby I love you. That was actually pretty good. I know, I know. I am the songbird of our generation, Damien. I think you've said that before. I have. I say it every time someone comments on my singing, good or bad. Good or bad. Mate, we're talking about good. We've yes. had some messages from our lovely supporters. Have we? Yeah, now, um, oh, we have. do you remember last week when them. I said I had to own up to the fact that the All Blacks weren't going to play the North-South? Well, Tom, who may have brought that to my attention, okay, he has said, don't worry, they've announced the squad. What are your thoughts? Now, I know that you've picked up the story. So, Tom, yes. Tobwa is going to just take this down a notch or two and really go through it. Uh, Razzler Dazzler. Gave us a nice little email saying... He, did he email? He emailed, That's yeah. a shock, really. NFL coach is a lady. Yes. The Bucks NFL coach. And he's just making the point that although we don't have female referees, we should also be maybe looking at female coaches. That's a really good point, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're well behind the eight ball. Definitely. He also mentioned... Do you remember that... Have you ever seen the movie Misery? No. Oh, Toby. Oh, Toby. It's an absolute... Bobby Dazzler. Is it? Uh, there's a great scene in Misery where Bo, basically the rest of Dazzler, you haven't seen it, you won't know, but people out there listening to this will know. There's a great scene about hobbling and basically he was alluding to the fact that maybe the Blues coaches went and hobbled or Tilly Black, but actually he did play on the weekend, didn't he? He did. Did he play well? He didn't play that long. No, he got... Concussed, didn't he? He came off. Got concussed. Uh, and last but not least, got a great little question here from Brian from Chicago. He asked the question, can you win when in the red if you're more than seven points down? So <clears throat> let's say in the 81st minute, yeah, I kick a, I kick a penalty and that's three points. Normally the game would finish. Yes. And I would think that the game would finish. Correct. Yes. So I can't then kick, they can't then kick off to me and I go and score a try. Yeah, the only the only time it is interesting is if the, the only time this can happen is if, let's say you're seven points behind, you get a penalty, you can kick the ball to the corner. Yeah, yes. And, and you can play on, but no, if you're more than seven points behind, you, there's no way you can win. There's absolutely no way he can win. Mate, that's all our messages from our supporters. And what, what's, how does he say it? How does he spell my name? Oh, mate, that's some interesting, isn't it? I know. Toboy? Toboy? Toboy. <laughs> yeah, boy. This isn't Hey Damo and Toby. It's one now. Hey Damo and Toboy. That's at least to another boy. two points there, mate. I win. Why is it always Damien first? Uh, maybe they're going. Maybe they're being really good and going alphabetical order. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they just like me more. Mm, no, <laughs> I don't think so, mate. We've got uh, a little plug. 
What can the supporters do if they want to help us, Dovey? Like, share, subscribe, five-star reviews, or three. They could also buy Toby an energy drink. Yeah, <laughs> He's low battling. on gas tonight. I'm He's low on gas. <laughs> you know what? You are a battler. Mate. <laughs> you battle away. Shut up. Let's get on Mate, with it. Mate, okay, breaking news. Kindly supported by... Yeah, Super XV. Very good. Very good. Are they as good as your sidestep? I don't have a sidestep. You have a swerve. I have a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, your first story. My first story is... First five, all titty black, as we just commented, uh, played a little bit of the final, is one of four players to depart the Blues. Yeah, this is not good, eh? No. Because my good. story backs us up, doesn't it? So we've got um, Autry Black, we've got Blake Gibson, we've got Alok, Gerard, someone. And then in 2022, TJ Fayani is on his way as well. Yeah. That's not good. Blake Gibson, shining rising star. Yeah, definitely. Or Tilly Black. You know, people people are saying one day he could have been an All Black. Who? All City Black? Yeah. No, nah, no way. No, I don't. I agree. He, but, he but, is, but also, TJ Farney is like he's, he very be important to that, to that Auckland Blues. I suppose he's been an All Black before. TJ Farney? Pretty sure, yeah. No, he hasn't. Oh, am I going to have to do some <laughs> research? So, I'm pretty um, sure he hasn't. All City Black is on his way to Japan. So, the, I think they're just doing a straight swap. Uh, with Bone Barrett. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, so yeah, he's just going off to Japan. It does the, make some sense though, because you know that Bone Barrett's going to come back. He's going to want to play at ten. You know, it's, he's yeah. not going to want to play at fifteen, no. is he? No. So, and actually, that Blues team, uh, Zahn Sullivan. I think it's Sullivan at the back playing yeah. at fifteen. He's a ten also. He's a young gun, isn't he? Yeah. He's a good player. Uh, He played New Zealand schools and New Zealand under 20, so you were correct. He hasn't played for the All Blacks. No. But my first story backs you up here. Another shock player to leave is Liam Boshier. Oh, what? I didn't know that. Liam Boshier, mate. Where's he going? He is going, I think he's going off to Japan yeah, as well. Yeah, he is. The Panasonic Wild Knights. Yep. But, you know, this is someone, this is who the All Blacks have not dealt with him very well. He's been playing out of his skin for two, three seasons. Hasn't had a sniff. He hasn't, has he? It's a little bit like La Mape. Oh. You know, when we talk about the All Black team as well, I mean, I'm really sorry, but he he just hasn't got a clue, has he? The no. All Black selectors have not got a clue. Well, I think I would pick him over um, Ethan Blackadder. Maybe this coming out might have had something to do with the reason why he wasn't selected, but I would 100% agree. 100% agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Do you know, if I was young now, I, I would go the other way. I, I would go and play overseas early. And then come back and maybe play for the ABs a little bit later. You know, if you're Attili Black, you're thinking, well, I'm not going to play for the ABs for the next five years. No. So I might as well go away for three, 
make make the money, then come back for the for the yeah, next that's two. Very true. I think that's the way that it's going to happen because yeah. you know, gone are the days that that these young guys are going to wait five, six, seven, we, eight years. Um, we don't really have a number ten, a rising star number ten at the moment, do we? Well, I mean, love, you know, love from the Hurricanes. He's, he's young, Zane, and pretty good. Zane Sullivan. Zane Sullivan. I think I'm getting that last name wrong. Well, for the for the for the Blues, he's a no, rising star, mate. He's he's fullback. He not no, Sullivan. He's not, no, no. Listen, he's not a fullback. Yeah, but he's playing fullback, and it's playing. not his, it's not his last name. You've got that wrong. What's his last it's name? It's not Sullivan. No, you're right. Anyway, loyalty to George Bridge cost trio of winger of wing hopefuls. Now, do you, do you want to go through the All Black selection? Because you've got them all down there, don't yeah. you? Well, okay. Well, I'm just going to go through the back, the back four. So the outside backs, we've got Geordie Barrett. Yeah, he's been playing pretty good. Uh, Will Jordan. Yeah, he's been playing pretty good. Uh, Damien McKenzie. Yeah, he's been playing pretty good. <laughs> and then you've got George Bridge, who hasn't really been playing. No, and, and no, none others. That's it. Four. Because I would be like, Severice <laughs> has Severice, been ripping it up. Yeah. Nareki been ripping it up um Lester Firenuku I, I, do you know what though I agree he is there's a couple of things Rayasi Rayasi yeah Rayasi because you know, like Caleb Clark he's not there so you would have thought they would have replaced him I mean so Jonah Nareki you've got Lester Firenuku and you've got Rayasi are the three that they talk about that trio nothing I know. And he's gone. He's gone for loyalty. He's gone for George <sighs> Bridge. I like. I, I'm a big fan of Bridgey, but I'm really sorry, but he hadn't been playing this year. Nah, you know you've got but to count yeah, yourself also lucky. Got, who uh, who have they got in the midfield? They went for. Um, they went for oh, midfield. They've gone Braden Enor. Braden Enor. What? I mean, Lester Fyanuku. I know. Come on, Braden Enor. No, you know, I'm not a bad player. But yeah, you know, he drops the ball without anyone in front of him at the moment. And to be fair, they've they've done quite well with getting um, Quinn to Pyre. Yeah, I I think again, where's where's the big ball carriers there? There there isn't any. No, you're right. You got no. Braden. You know, he's a big guy, but he's not a big ball carrier. No, you got David Havili. To be fair, who's not a big ball carrier. A ball carrier, but he's not <sighs> a big guy. No. And he won't necessarily... He's not going to get you over the game line. Well, not all the time, no. You don't go, here's the ball, get me over the game line, Quinton Tapia. No. But Lester Fianoku could do that. Yes. Lamarpe could have done that for us. Yes. Oh, I feel... Uh, okay, so let's go through some of the surprise... Well, can I just can I just go from the bottom to the top? Go from the bottom you know, to the top. You've got... Four players in the outside backs for three positions. Yes. So but if you someone do, gets you injured... You do then have Bowden Barrett, who can play at 15. They're going to probably play him at 15. Yeah, Rico could play at wing. Yes. Havili could play at wing. True. Okay. And fullback. True. True. But still. <laughs> right, you go, Mush. Uh, Damien McKenzie, Will Jordan, George Bridge, Geordie Barrett. Now, I wouldn't have had Geordie Barrett in there. And I wouldn't have had George Bridge in there. No. That's all I've got to say. Quinton uh, Tapia. Why not? Geordie Barrett. Because I don't like him. <laughs> uh, Quinton Tapia, uh, Anton Leonard Brown, Rico 
David Havili and Braden Enor. Wouldn't have had Braden Enor in no. there. Probably wouldn't have had Quinton Sapir no. in there. Too early. Yeah, I agree. Uh, first five eights, uh, Richie Mwanga, Bowden Barrett. Can't complain with that. Brad Weber, Aaron Smith, Finley Christie. Um, yeah. <laughs> not convinced. No, neither. Yeah. But there's not... To be fair, I tell you what, to be fair, they've picked Bowden Barrett, so why haven't they picked TJ Perinara? I know. That is surprising. Yeah. And they've picked, we'll get to them, uh, they've picked Brody Retallick. Yep. But not TJ. No. I think because they were on sabbaticals and that was agreed. Um, he wasn't, TJ wasn't on sabbatical. Was he not? No, he just sort of left of his own accord. Oh, good on that's him. the reason why. Uh, Hoskins Tutu, Adi Sevilla, Dalton Papali'i, uh, Luke Jacobson, Akira Ioani, Shannon Frizzell, Ethan Blackadder. Yeah. Mm, Ethan, like him, but I would have had... Good player, but he's not Norbert. in there. I would have I had quite a few more <laughs> yep. in there. Uh, Sam Whitelock, Tupu Vai. Yeah? Is Something that right? Like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick Tupelotu, Brody Retallick, Scotty Barrett. I think they're all pretty... That that's a good bunch, there. Um, do you want to go props, mate? <laughs> Carl Tuanukiafi, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Angus Tavau, um, Lomax, uh, Nepo Lulala, Ethan De Groot. Now he's the he's the, the young young guy. Islander, yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. And then you've got George Bauer. Who's also uh, pretty sure he's a Highlander? No, no, he's Crusader. Is he a Crusader? Yeah. Oh, it says Crusaders. Yeah. So he's a Crusader. <laughs> uh, then you've got Cody Taylor, Dane Coles, and Amor. Asafa Amor. <clears throat> I thought the Angus Tatavau was interesting as well. I thought he'd been sort of pushed to the side. Yeah, he had, but then he's um, made a bit of a comeback, hasn't he, with the Chiefs? I think we've got a pretty good forward pack. Yep. And our hookers are immense. Yeah, immense. I mean, how are you going to pick a match day oh. bench from that? It's going to be really tough, isn't yep, it? Yeah, definitely. Really tough. Uh, who Who are you most happy to be selected in that? In those forward, in that forward pack? No, in the whole team. Oh. Uh... I don't really know. No, it, there's no one. There's no. no one I'm like, oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. You know, who who are you most surprised about? Finley Christie. Finley Christie, yeah. I'd say maybe Ethan Blackadder. Although he's a good yeah. player. They're both good players, but they're not all blacks. No. And it, and also, the other thing about Finley Christie is he's small. Tiny. Good runner. But then we've got three halfbacks of the same mm. who are small, good runners. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, TJ is different, isn't he? He's bigger, more powerful, kind of... Good defender. Good defender. It's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I just don't think... I think guys that missed out in the backs, you'd say Lester Fianuku would have been a good one to have in and train up. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I just feel a bit flat on that All Black. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm, excited by the All Blacks. No, like I have been in the past. No, so that Ethan De Groot is 22 years old. Is has he been bought in a bit too early? That four pack. He won't play, or he'll just play against Fiji and Tonga. They're not gonna. They're not gonna play him against Australia. Do you not think so? Nah, no chance. On oh, that George Bauer. Oh yeah. He's he's making his debut. Well, he's in the team at twenty nine. Yeah, he's a big guy. But talk talk about um, players that missed out. Karifi, Ethan yeah. Bakata, Karifi. He's been good this year again. He has. You're right. Ah, just weird, eh? Weird. May okay. My next story: Western Force continue raid on Brumbies by signing three players from uh, from their squad. So the Western Force have a bit of cash, don't they? They've got that rich owner. True, yep. And they are raiding the Brumbies. Now, what was quite funny is when the Western Force stopped playing Super Rugby, the Brumbies raided the Western Force. So it's kind of like, you know... Well, they're getting all their players back, aren't they? Boots on the other foot now, mate. And, And you can see, actually, how good were the Western Force this year. Yeah. They are losing some experienced players, but... But I'm now ex- they're recruiting, Now they're they? recruiting. So it'll be good to see how they end up or you know how it ends up for them next year. Brumbies, is it the, you know, are they going to be able to recover from that or? Well, I don't know because they were one of the best, weren't they? Oh, they were one of the best, yeah. yeah. But they've had a poor season, you'd probably say, on for their standards. That is for sure. Yeah. Right, mate. Have you got? Uh, oh, you've you've kind of covered all those stories, yeah, I've haven't you? Yeah, covered mine. Yeah, we the last one I've one. got, I really like this one. Is this is Lewis Rees Zammit when he got um, named in the British Lions in an interview? In the interview, he uh, he let out that when he was sixteen, and his coach at the time said to him, "You'll never play for Wales." <laughs> And four years later, he's playing for British Lions. So, um, yeah, really, quite quite good. I mean, I think, to be fair, when you read the story, what happened was he was living in Wales and he decided to go and go to school in England. Oh, right, okay. And his coach at the time may have thrown his toys out been of the bit, pram. Been a bit bitter, eh? <laughs> he might have been. Mm. And apparently he came up, they watched Cardiff Blues play. And the the coach was there, and he came up to him, and he went, "You'll never play for Wales." And you know, he's sixteen year old lad. I know how harsh is that. It's awful, isn't it? Would you ever say anything like that to someone? Yes, only if they were a village. (laughs) 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 It's funny though, isn't it? Because I don't think I'd be serious though. Because like every kid in New Zealand wants to play for the All Blacks. Oh, hundred percent. Even if they don't play rugby. It's like, I want to be an all-black one day. And you're like, mate, you're never going to make it. <laughs> You'll never be an all-black, Bush. You don't even play rugby. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to try. But I like that. You know, 16 years of age, he gets told he, he's never going to play for Wales. He just doesn't play for Wales. He's he's a hell of a player, isn't yeah. he? Hell of a player. Yeah, he is. Mate, results. Yeah. You do the do super rugby do... results. Oh, right, okay. Uh, the Blues beat the Highlanders 23-15. 
And there, <laughs> that was the final. Over to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, I tell you what. Did you think the Blues Highlanders game was interesting? It was a bit flat. Not. Bit of a letdown. Well, if they were flat, if they were flat coke, then the Bristol Harlequins game was a fine Prosecco. Was it good? It was bubbling away. Bristol lost to Harlequins 36-43. It went into extra time. Harlequins scored two tries in extra time. And Bristol scored one try in extra time. So there's three tries in extra time. It's an unbelievable game. But um, Bristol were up 28-5 at halftime. Yeah, surely Bristol, you'd be like, here we come, here we come. Mate, honestly, it was one of the best games I've seen. Period. Wow. It was up there. You know the All Blacks versus Australia? I mean, the All Blacks like, would go and score. Yes. And then Australia came back. No, it was like, yeah, we sco- we were like, 20-odd something, 20-odd nil after 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. This was the same. Was it? Yeah. Cool. I think they were 28 nil after 28 minutes. Wow. Oh, absolutely it was cruising. Uh, and Exeter Chiefs bet Sale Sharks 40 points to 30. So in the final, it's going to be Exeter versus Harlequins. I would highly recommend anyone out there go and watch that semi-final. It was, it's well, well worth the watch. And it's almost like like I, I I knew the score yeah before I watched the full game okay um because I couldn't believe I was just like doing something else and then it popped up on my phone I was like oh man um but I was like how I mean Bristol was so good they like made that was embarrassing mm. like Harlequins I would have been embarrassed and then boom. They just came back and they just ran it from everywhere, anywhere. They scored some amazing tries. It was awesome to watch. Awesome to watch. And, hey, talk about awesome games. This wasn't one of them. It was the Rainbow Cup final. Oh, how village. So the Bulls from South Africa came over to Italy to play Benetton. Was it the final or was it just the playoffs? No, it's the final I mean, it says playoffs, but okay. But it's the final. Oh, is it the final? And Benetton beat them 35-8. How embarrassing is that? Where are Benetton even from? Italy. Oh, no. Benetton oh, lost. No. Benetton in the Pro 14 right. lost every game in the season. Oh, no. <laughs> Didn't win a game. Oh. And then they go into the Rainbow Cup and they they win a few games in the final beat the Bulls wow what a turnaround good like they play pretty well though you gotta give it to them yeah mate what caught your eye well I've put nothing down because I only I only got to watch the first bloody 20 minutes didn't I how frustrating frustrating but it it looked like an exciting final It, it was almost like test match rugby wasn't it you know each team didn't want to give an inch um, and it wasn't a very exciting, you know, like like you've said with the the Premiership playoff games, they were exciting, weren't they? They were throwing it round, they were scoring tries, but finals rugby is always different, always different. The best game in any tournament, any sport, 
is the semi-finals. The final was always boring. What? Like, I, what I, I understand, and you are right. Yeah. Finals are often dull as dishwater, right? Especially World Cup ones. Yes. Why is a semi any different? You've got to win. It's knockout. You've got to win, yeah, but you either you, you either get to the final, which is where you want to go, or or you lose. No one cares about the semi-final, as in, like, results. Like, the yeah. loser, sorry. But if you make the final, you're like, well, we've got to try and grind out a win instead of playing our normal game. No, but wouldn't you just think that would be the same in the semi? Because, like, if they lose, they're out of the tournament. It's the same thing, isn't it? But you are right. Semis yeah. are normally... It's like, I think the occasion might get too big. True, The final, yeah. you know. What'll be interesting is... A lot la- more pressure. Last year's Premiership final was pretty entertaining, so this one should be entertaining. Yeah. That's for To be fair, the Premiership sure. has been really good, so, sort of the back end of the season, isn't it? Yeah, the summer rugby, mate. Yeah. Made, has made all the difference. <laughs> it, is, it is, you know, the Harlequins team... They've got binned off their coach, and ever since that point, yeah, they've been amazing because they've they've literally coached themselves. They, you know, apparently, um, what's his name? What is his name? Evans, Nick, Nick Evans, right? So Nick Evans is like sort of stand-in coach, <clears throat> head coach, yeah, and apparently, on the weekend, he that they put the away coaches quite far away from the changing rooms. Okay. So by the time they've got down to the changing rooms to talk to his players, they'd sorted it all out. So at halftime, it was 28-5. Yeah. And he's going down and he's got his clipboard full of stuff to tell all the lads. And he gets down there and they just say, don't worry, boss, we've got it sorted. Wow. And they got it sorted. Uh, What caught my eye, mate, from the weekend was the best team won. Yeah. But they made real hard work of it. Yeah, they did. They, ju- I mean, it's a little bit embarrassing. They I think. dominated the scrum. They dominated the scrum. They dominated the the ball carries. Yeah. But they just did everything. It was one out rugby. It was literally pass. It was like under fives rugby. Pass the ball to the big guy, and let him run with it. But the thing is, is that they don't have a good halfback. They don't have a very Christy, good... Christy, mate, he's in the All Blacks. He's not very good. Ortelli Black isn't that good. Fayani's pretty good. Rico's pretty good. Hardly touched the ball. Exactly. Mark Talia hardly touched the ball. Yep. He got that one try from a crossfield kick. And the was kick a... wasn't even good. No. I just... I felt that this is a worry, worrying for me. There was no... Like, I'm watching Harlequins, I'm watching Bristol, I'm watching Exeter, and I'm watching uh, Sale. And I'm looking at them, and I can see their attacking structures, and there's loads of layers, and there's loads going on. And then I watch the Highlanders, who, to be fair to them, never looked like winning the game. Even when they went ahead, they never looked like winning the game. Did they go ahead? They went ahead, yeah, with uh, 10 minutes to go. But they just never, you know, it was almost like they needed some real luck to yeah. win that game because they were out-muscled. In every department, they were outplayed in reality. Um, but there was no 
no free flowing rugby. There was no, you know, there's no want or desire to play any sort of expansive free flowing finals footy. Oh, I know. I'm going to say it. And I'll say it again, but. But this goes back to the Blues when they were playing against New Zealand teams. This is how they played. Yeah. And when they played against the Aussie teams, gave you a little bit of hope. They started to get the ball out wide. Their wingers start scoring. Anyway, it is what it is. Uh, scrums, the Blues were amazing. Absolutely amazing. I thought Aaron Smith, considering that, did an amazing job, didn't he? Getting the ball in. World class. Getting the ball out. So Highlanders stayed in the fight. You know, it was probably a real good advert for you can not you can be nowhere as good as the opposition yeah but if you collect your points you can stay in the game it wasn't until the last five minutes they lost it uh and what was the difference harry Plummer, clutch cankles cankle two big kicks yeah heineter should have taken uh three at the end they should have taken the three Rather than going for the try, yeah, he got the losing bonus point. <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> that was bizarre. Bizar- I think it was the right thing to do. No, it wasn't the right thing. Kick for the corner, score straight away. Do you know what they drop did? Though? Kick over. They dropped. They went for a drop kick. So they kicked the corner, set up for a drop kick. Oh, that's village. Because oh, they ran out of that. time. Oh, that's disgusting. They should have just taken the kick. And taken then the kick and actually got the kickoff back. Correct. Yeah. Well, they didn't. Especially and when Josh Uani had nailed one from a similar distance a kick before. Yeah. So That's just not rugby smart, though, is it? They yeah. obviously didn't think they were like, right, we're that far behind, so we've got to score a try now. Instead of thinking about it logically and going, actually, if we get three points now then we've actually got time to get the kick off because we might not score straight away from that kick to the corner. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, by going to the corner, they had to they had to literally score from the line-out. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. They had to score from the line-out, which was... Which puts extra pressure on them. And I know yeah. taking the three points would have been a lot of pressure and then taking the kick off and scoring, but... But, know, but, if, but, but, it was do or die. But either way, so let's say if they kicked the corner, let's say they got over the try line, and then they kicked the goal, Yeah, they would still then have to get the ball back and get a penalty and kick it. So No, well, they'd, they'd get the ball, wouldn't they? They would get the ball. But, but they'd have to get in the right areas. Yeah. And so for me, it was take your penalty, take your three, say, right, you kick the ball off yeah. to us, and, and now all the pressure's on you. There's no pressure on us now. We're 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 going to lose. Yeah, but we could win. Now the pressure's on you. Yeah, mate. It's time for the listeners' questions. What a great question this is. Do you want to read this one out? No, because it's for me. Dear Toby and Damo, good from you, Finn. After listening to the podcast, I may be wrong, but it sounds like Toby may not like English rugby very much. Not sure why he's saying that. <laughs> so my question is more aimed at Toby. If you had to pick four English players to start in a World Cup final for the All Blacks, who would they be? Well. And that's from Finn Lowe from yeah. London. London, t- London, baby. Uh, I would forfeit the final because I wouldn't want... 
Ich bleibe bleib für mich. Uh, right. But I wouldn't do that. So I've got four players here. And well, I've well, got... Underneath your hand. Yeah, just here. Look, there's none there. Uh, Anthony Watson. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he's always so dangerous when he gets the ball. His feet are electric. Who, who, where would you play him? I'd play him on the wing. Which wing? Mm. Maybe I'd even play him at fullback. Oh. Who would you dump out the All Blacks to play him at fullback? Geordie Barrett, mate. Good decision. <laughs> He's got to start, though. Geordie Barrett wouldn't start if he'd bench player at best. Do you reckon? Oh, Geordie Barrett. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Go yeah, on. Right. Uh, Tuolangi. 100% agree. Yeah. 100% agree, yeah. Yep. In fact, we, we could... <clears throat> like, I'm not sure Watson's as good as some of our players, like starters. No, I agree. But I... Tuolangi is. Yes. Tuolangi. On his day. Tuolangi would be awesome for the All Blacks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Curry. I don't like him at all. What? Tom Curry? Yeah, don't like him. Well, well you don't have to pick him. Yeah, well, I, there was no one else that was good enough. I think he's a good player. Not Ben Young's at nine. What about, no. uh, what about Owen Farrell at 10? I'm sorry, but Ben, ben Young's at nine. I'm Owen joking, Farrell. mate. I know. <laughs> I know. And then I've got a Toje <laughs> as well. I've got a Toje my line, What my lies? You've written, Ema Toje, I don't like him. <laughs> Just to make sure that everyone knows I'm picking him, but I don't like him. I'd say that in the press conference. I tell you who, um, oh, what's his name? Don, uh, not Don Brandt. The Harlequins eight. His name has um, left me. I don't think it's Dom. I think it's the yeah. Simmons. No, no. Simmons uh, is the yeah. He, he's the Exeter eight. Yes. Um, the names eluded me at the moment. Oh, is it Don Brown? I don't think it is Don Brown. Anyway, the, the anyway, Harlequins those, those eight. I would pick him. Right. Uh, he's so impressive. Is he in the England squad? No. Okay, well then I can't pick him. Because he's... No, English oh, it, player. It says for English players. Yeah, it doesn't... They're English. He's English. You're right. Okay, damn it. I, I, okay, I throw out Tom Curry and Mario Toja and I'll pick someone else. Someone else. Someone Charles Piertel. <laughs> Man, he, he, he was awesome on Saturday it as well. Was he? he was awesome on Saturday. Oh. Um, Die has got in... Yes, do you want me to read that one out? Yeah, go on. Read that one out. So, watching the dying moments of the Exeter v. Sale match. Uh, Exeter have a scrum uh, with the lead and almost no time left. If you get a scrum reset, it would be huge because that would put them uh, about two minutes from full time before they even pack down. And we know scrums actually take quite a lot of time, don't they? They do, yeah. Um, the question is, can a pack decide to go for a reset? Is there some way, say, your forwards can effectively collapse the scrum without being obvious to the referee what happened? In other words, can you coach your team to go for a scrum reset? I think if it was a really wet day, you could purposely yeah. lose your footing on a muddy day and you yeah. might get away with it. But the answer is no. No, I don't think so. 
you've got three three pairs of eyes looking at that one scrum. Yeah, I reckon five years ago there was a lot more. Well, there was a, the referees didn't really know what was going on in the scrums. No, they're actually really good now, and I think a lot of that's to a spider cam. Yeah, so they've looked at spider cam and they've seen props boring in and all this. And that's what they're looking for now. So they're looking for a number of things. They're looking for whose elbow hits first. They're looking for knees. Sh- knees. They're looking for the shape of the props. Are they boring in? Which means are they turning in? Um, we have some scrums where, like maybe the left side pushes more than the right side, so they try and get the turning of the scrum. Yeah. So they're looking for all these things, you know. And um, the referees have got much much better at spotting. Yeah. When they're doing things illegal. Also, that was from Di Perk. That's from Di, yeah. So, Di, unfortunately, you are absolutely right. It would be huge to get a scrum yeah. reset, but it's very difficult to do it. I mean, to be fair, what you can do is go in the scrum and go, stand back up and go, I'm not comfortable with the distance. And you can time waste that way. You can time waste but that way. But I don't way. think you'll be able to effectively collapse the scrum. I reckon if you said, ah, ah, my neck, ref. <laughs> I... <laughs> Oh, my neck. I reckon he He'll would be like, stop the game. What sport are you playing? <laughs> I reckon, though, wouldn't you? You go in there and go, ah, oh, my neck, my neck. And you go, whoop, whoop, reset. And you go, ha, ha, got ya. He'll go, time <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Can you put the clock back 15 seconds? Oh, man. Right, my question to you, Mush. Mush. Do you think... If you'd stayed in New Zealand for school and not come over to England, your rugby career would be different or would have been different. Yes. Yes, it would have. But I never really had the true get up and go that you really need to be top, top. I might have played, you know... I might have made, I don't know. It's hard to say. Would I have made the Crusaders? I don't know. I'm, no. I probably would have had to move to Taranaki or something along those lines yeah. or whatever. But my point is, I didn't have the real want. You know, I, I was, I, I got bored of rugby a little bit when it comes to professional rugby. Doesn't really do that much for me when it's the only thing you do every day. Yeah. I think you have to be a certain type of person who does that. I was more interested in, I liked a range of things. I like the idea of being a professional rugby player, yeah. but the reality is, is, is different. So yeah, it would have been different, but arguably I've, I've got a better life now than mm. I would if you were being a, I was never going to be like, you know. Imagine if you're the next best thing, mate. Yeah, I wasn't quite quick enough, you know. I wasn't quite. I didn't have. I didn't have the work ethic mm. of someone who is top top draw, and also I didn't have any knowledge. Like I've got more knowledge now through coaching and and being a bit older. But at the time, you know, I was going out doing sprint training, like reading a book on sprint training. <laughs> you know, I didn't know you could read. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a picture book. <laughs> um, so no, mm. no. What about you? Do you reckon if you had started younger? Yeah. 
Hey, I tell you what, a lot of people actually watched the beach video. Did they really? On Twitter, mate. Which yeah. one was you it, by the way? You in Japan either. Which one was it? It was one where they were going, Toby, Toby, go Toby. I don't, I don't know that. You'll have to show it to me. Yeah, I will. But anyway, people was watched it. Was that. it in New Zealand or was it in Australia? I think it was the New Zealand champs. Like the New Zealand, it was in New Zealand. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Well, that's not the good one then. No, I no. couldn't find the good one. Oh, I told you you couldn't. No, you you try to you know you were like oh that was when I was in Japan. There is one that, that oh, I looked was up. There. there was in Japan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> um. Okay. So my question to you, mate, is if Ian Forster was interviewing you for a place in the ABs and asked you this question, what would your answer be? And why? If you were any animal, what would you be and why? That's a good question. <laughs> and I haven't I've done no research on this. Um if I was an animal <sighs> I dunno, I think I'd be something that would never really give up. If I've got a task, especially sports wise, I don't really give up on it. So I don't know, maybe like a honey badger. <laughs> what is a honey badger? Like, what is a honey badger? Oh, is it a marsupial? I think it's a marsupial, so it doesn't lay eggs. It has it in like a pouch. Oh, yeah, like kangaroo type thing. Yeah, I think. I could be completely wrong. How about I do a little bit of research, mate? Um, what about you? Well, interesting. I asked this question of someone else recently. It wasn't in a rugby. And they came up with a great Great answer, which was a wolf. Oh, yeah. Because they work as a pack. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone said to me, the best answer if you're in an interview is to say an ant. Oh, yeah. Because it's all about the colony. It is. And they, they're they very, very strong. Yeah. Very intelligent. They are. Yeah. Fast. Fast. Agile. Gosh. So it's actually a mammal, not a marsupial. So I apologise. There you go, mate. Um, yeah, I like that. Do you know what I'd also say? I just ask him, what did Geordie Barrett say? Because you know, because you, you love him, so whatever he Geordie says. Geordie Barrett would be a snake. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon he'd be a snake? Slithering around, a blind one. <laughs> no, he'd be a blind mole rat. A little, he'd be like a little rat. Oh, I like the idea of a wolf. Yeah, living what in would, a pack. What would um, Owen Farrell be? Oh, it'd be roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> Squash possum. <laughs> feral. <laughs> Owen Feral. <laughs> God, that's good from us. Really good. Right, Very mate. good, mate. Hey, listen, it's time to finish off the show. Yeah. We've got a special finish to the show. We had quite a quite quick podcast, mate. Yeah, it's been good. Quite a quick podcast. We're going to play Guess Who. You're going to sing your song? Can you guess who? Do you have a clue? Absolutely Ooh. not. No idea. Um, where's my page? Where's my page? There it goes. Uh, you go first, mate, because I went first last week and we drew. So I um, don't want to draw this <coughs> time. Okay. So you got to go line at a time. But I would ask that we sort of go in certain things. So maybe the first line is their age yep. and where they were born. Okay. 
and then okay, I don't have that. Second, <laughs> then second line might be the teams they played for and things like that. Okay, right. Yeah, I just need to find them again. Do you want me to go first then, while you tap 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 away? No, I've got them here. Okay, I've got them here. Okay, so age. He's twenty-seven years old, and he was born in Tonga. Twenty-seven. Born in Tonga. Yep. Now, just for the listeners, all of these are current Super Rugby yes. stars. Stars, yeah. He's twenty-seven. Yep, and he's born in Tonga. Yes, he was born in Tonga. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so now oh. I'll go mine. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. Then it's the first one to get it. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Yeah, get you, get you. All right, so. Uh, this person is 30 and was born in Southport, Queensland, Australia. Uh, are you... <laughs> is he currently playing in New Zealand? I can't tell you that. If you've done an Australian, that's a low blow. That's really dumb. Really dumb. Anyway, right. So next one, teams. Teams, yeah. Um 2014, yeah, he made the Tongan under-20 team. Oh. Four appearances, five points. Well, is that, a, is that all I get? Yeah, that's all you get. That's his first team, yeah. Oh, you give me a couple, mate. Okay. Um, and then he uh, came to New Zealand and he played for Tasman. <sighs> 2016 to current, 31 appearances and 40 points. 27, the Marcos, 2016, 2016 to current. Oh, that's a tough one, eh? To current. Like, I know, I'm I'm thinking like Talia, but he... He hasn't been there since 2016. David Harvilli has been there. He's been, but I didn't think he was born in Tonga. Kind of a Tongan name, eh? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna have to. Um, okay. Are you going next next round? Yeah, definitely. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, first club to play for was the Western Force. 2008 to 2012. Then, between 2012 to 2013, he went to play for the Rebels. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> this is so poor. If he's Australian, that I win. Automatically win. All right, let, let's go. Let's go weights and heights. Automatically win. Weights and heights. Weights and heights. Uh Six foot five. Oh, six foot five. And 108 kgs. Oh, he's a big unit, eh? Six foot five and 108 kgs. So he's not David Havili. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. Okay, uh, six foot five. He is a big unit, he's isn't he? Huge. The only one that I. 108, like Party Party Parkinson. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, height, 181 centimetres. Weight, 
93 kgs. I don't even know any Australians. This is dumb. All right, go current team. Current team. Yeah. Current Super Rugby team. Yeah. Highlanders. It's got to be Party Party Parkinson. Is that, is that your final answer? Six foot five. Six foot five. It's got to be. He's massive. He's tall. You're wrong. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Who is it? Shannon Frizzell. Oh, what a rookie. <laughs> right. Um, oh. Current team, the Reds. Oh. Have a think about it, man. I don't know any of the you Reds. You do. You know this person. 30 years of old age. Yeah, he's 30. All right. He's okay. 93. Uh, he's James O'Connor. There you go. Right. So you did know him. I did know. So right. you win. I did. Won that one. Right. Right. Now I need to get my other man up on the Google because I just wrote it all down, mate. Okay. Right. So. Oh, no. Wrong guy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can't believe I didn't get Shannon Brazil. It's because mm. the Marcos thing. I know. I didn't realise that he was born in Tonga. I I should have. I've heard mm. him, I've heard him talk. He's got a thick accent. Uh, so so good, so good. Right. Okay. So we're we going birthplace. Yeah, but age and birthplace. Okay. Uh, twenty eight. Oh, twenty eight. Auckland, New Zealand. Oh, everyone's born in Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, oh, uh, age 22, birthplace, Auckland, New Zealand. Age 22, Auckland, New Zealand. Okay, okay. First couple of clubs. <clears throat> First couple of clubs. Uh, North Harbour, 2015 to current. <clears throat> uh, and then... 2015. Yep. To current. To current. Okay. Uh, then we've got 2015 to 2016. Narbon. Narbon. Do you know the the only person that I know around that age plays for North Harbour, born in Auckland, is Bryn Hall. He's the only one. <clears throat> Na Narbon, I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's a French team, I believe. Oh, well, no, don't think it's him then. <laughs> uh, right, first club is Auckland, twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. Yeah, Auckland, twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. Yeah, and in there he played for the Blues also. Okay. Oh, no, you sh- okay, okay, okay. That's fine. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that's it a is, really it, good club. Just giving you a super rugby team. Yes, you have. You, you have, have. You've given me North Harbour. No, you're right. Okay, what else do you want to know? Uh, height and weight. Height and weight. Six foot no, that on the matter, dot. Yeah, go on. 135 kilograms. <laughs> 135 <laughs> kilograms. So definitely not Bryn Hall. <laughs> No, not at all. Oh, he's got to be a prop. Does he? 
He's got to be a prop. Okay. 135. He isn't. It's Carl Nuku, the guy with that mustache. Oh, I don't know. He didn't he fall out? Oh. Okay. Um. Yours. Six foot four. 106 kgs. Oh, gosh. Six foot four and 106 kgs. Yeah. He's a big guy. How old is he? 22. 22. Six foot four hundred. Auckland. How heavy is he? 106. 106. I don't think um, Caleb Clark is that tall, but I can mm, imagine him being not that six heavy. Not 6'4", not 6'4". No. He's not. Not 6'4". Um, Rico Yuani isn't that heavy. And he's not that tall either, no, I don't think. No, no. But you um, are right. These are the same similar age, aren't they? Yeah. 22. Yeah. Right, um, go on. Hi. Oh, uh, you've told me. Yeah, hi, I've told, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so next one up would be... Super Rugby's? Super Rugby teams. Okay, so his first Super Rugby team was the Chiefs, 2018. Okay. Then... Oh, is it Nepo Lalala? <laughs> then... Nepo Lalala. He's currently at the Blues. Yeah, Nepo Lalala. Final answer. <laughs> yeah. You're wrong. What? No way! <laughs> he came over, isn't he? Am I wrong? Yeah. Oh, I put that in there. Who is it? Carl Tuanukiafi. Oh, unbelievable. You even said his name, you know. Can't believe it. Right. Mm. I'm not helping you here. Current, current team is the Blues, mate. <laughs> You've already told me that. Yeah, I know. Has he played for the All Blacks? Has he played for the All Blacks? Yes. He has played for the All Blacks. Okay. Is he currently in the All Blacks squad? Yes. Dylan Papali'i. No. That wasn't my final answer. That was a good choice, but it's not. Okay. It's Hosking Satutu. Ah. Hosking Satutu. Mate. That was fun. I like that. I really like it. You like it because you won. Of course. You'd like it if you'd won too. True. It's like I didn't really enjoy the rugby on the weekend because my team weren't playing. Yeah, fair. Fair enough. What would you rather win? Super Rugby Aotearoa or Super Rugby Trans-Tasman? Super Rugby Aotearoa, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mate, as always, it's been fun. We're going to take a couple of weeks off, aren't we? Yeah, we will do. I've got to do some work to my house. I've just got to get away from you for a bit. So, it's a win-win, really. Can I just say, you've been on top form tonight. You know, lots of energy, bubbling. You ever been like that Prosecco, mate? I have, yeah. I have, you're right. You're right. You are correct. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, so, until next time. Yeah, but leave us a comment. Oh, yeah, uh, leave us Review comment. us, like, subscribe, share. A word of mouth is fantastic for us. Um, and just, just be nice, eh? Be kind to each other. Be safe. Shearing is. Caring. Show more toe than a... Roman sandal. Do we have any others? Not yet. <laughs> Mush. <laughs> but we will. Mush but... Village. Village, yeah. But just, yeah. Just enjoy life, eh? Life's too short.
Kiwis in the World Test Match Championship. Yeah, they are, yeah. They're doing okay as right, well. But again, you tried to become a cricket podcast last week. Yeah. You've done it again. Let's not. Point taken. Anyway, until next time. Yep. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.